Welcome to the Great British Motocross Show on MX Vice with myself, Ben Rumble, and Bradley Wheeler. And this week we have our uh, special guest, Ben Franklin, from the Team Chambers Racing Squad, uh, the MX2 rider. Uh, looking forward to the start of the British Championship coming up this weekend. So, yeah, we'll talk all things Michelin Nationals and Revo and talk to Ben about his uh, winter and his uh, season hopes coming up. So, yeah, look forward to uh, seeing what we can find for you uh, in these next um, nearly an hour, maybe, on the uh, podcast. So, yeah, uh, looking forward to things. Bradley, how are you looking forward to the weekend? Looking good? Yeah, looking good. Hopefully the weather holds off a little bit, drives the track out, but wouldn't be uh, wouldn't be England if we didn't have at least one one wet race a year, would it? So get out of the way early doors. I don't really care, so I'm not riding, so... <laughs> nice one okay well uh, before I talk to, to, to Ben properly we'll just uh, make sure we know that obviously we were uh, helped out by lots of people so we've got to give them a shout out so yeah first of all the podcast is brought to you by AS3 Performance the home of aftermarket motocross and enduro parts from hard wearing protection parts including skid plates and radiator braces to performance cooling parts including silicon radiator hoses and oversized impeller kits AS3 also have a huge range of brake clutch and gear levers all with different features and adjustability check them out online at www.as3performance.co.uk uh, we're also helped out by kawasaki motors uk who are pleased to announce the arrival of the new klx 140r range easy to ride klx 140r lineup offers a four stroke 144 cc engine plus suspension and push button electric start making for great trailblazers the klx 140r machines come in three different sizes ranging from juniors first tentative steps to pushing the door wide open on adult riding the highly regarded klx 140r range is ready and willing to add fun and enjoyment in 2023 contact your local off-road dealership for more information and of course we are fueled by golf race fuels uh, as always i can keep the same cap on for the british championship this weekend as well so that all works and uh, yeah of course uh, even strokes who uh, help us out with uh, supporting mx vice as well and uh, of course we have got the special code bradley yeah brad wheeler 10 put that in at checkout get yourself 10 percent off anything we got we got we got scott yeah we do we do bottles <laughs> scott scott and bottles really that's it, yeah. we got like, we got loads of stuff yeah all branding on point you know all of it <laughs> we can we can get it all 10 percent off as well at this at checkout with brad wheeler 10 so that's it help the people that help us Absolutely. If you're wondering about the name, then you can ask the guys about it because I don't even know. All right. So yeah, there you go. Even strokes uh, helping out MX Vice there. So yes, Mr. Franklin, how uh, how are things today? I understand you've been uh, out riding this week uh, in preparation for the first round at Oak Hanger. How's it all going? Yeah, no, I've been out um, the last two days riding. Um, it's been pretty good. Obviously, the weather's not been the best this week, so <laughs> yeah, it's been a bit hard going. But I think that's going to be a little bit like the weekend. So it's all good. All good practice. Whereabouts did you go? Uh, just went to some um, deep sand tracks this week. Just been to a couple of private deep sand tracks and that. Um, oh, it's been really bad the weather this week, so we struggled. <laughs> but um, yeah, you've got to make it work, really. This is all part of it at this time of year. That's it. Better sweat and training than bleeding the race, isn't it? Something like that. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> nice one. So uh, yeah, obviously, uh, Michelin Nationals was uh, was postponed um, by a fortnight to now run after the Revo Championship this weekend. So uh, a bit of a shame that we didn't uh, get you. You were lined up for the Michelins, were you there, Ben? Yeah, no, I was planning on doing that race. Yeah. Cool. Okay. And does the um, uh, sort of postponement affect you much, or are you still going to be okay? To be okay honest, it's actually helped me a little bit. After Hawkstone, I was suffering with quite a bad back. Right. So I actually took a week and a half off the bike. So I was sort of going into the weekend. Obviously, I'd, I was going to do one day's riding before the race. I like to do a bit more than that. Um, so it was better 
in my you know for my uh, position at that point to obviously have a little bit more time to get ready for the racing to start absolutely and was that uh, a result of the the crash like i did mention you you, you came off right in front of me uh, i'm afraid at the uh, at the bottom of the hill at hawkstone and it was one of those like i said to you that i've uh, i've experienced myself where suddenly you, you you're going from feeling wonderful you're at hawkstone this wonderful venue and then all of a sudden bang it bites you and you're, you're on your backside so was it is it kind of like that for you so yeah i think was uh, that back injury because was, of the crash? was a little bit stiff before the before the race and stuff but yeah when i hear that crash i think it sort of maybe whacked whacked my back a little bit and maybe trapped a nerve and stuff so yeah after the weekend i was pretty sore so um decided i was to take a little bit of time off but yeah that was quite a nasty crash it was quite high speed and hit the ground pretty hard <laughs> Yeah, it was in, in the right hand. I wanted it just uh, just tucked the front just as you were revving up to go to the hill, which was uh, yeah, it was caught me by surprise because you looked really good. And then you just suddenly over one, maybe one degree over too much, and just uh. yeah, that place can bite you. And <laughs> myself, Brad, have you ever been bitten by a Hawkstone? Um, I do you know what touch wood. I don't think I ever have actually had like a like a proper get off. I've had a few like you know lie downs around the back section where you're just hanging out your ass and you just fall over in a rut but um, yeah I've got a pretty good relationship with Hawkstone to be fair I quite enjoy it and uh, yeah I've had some pretty good races there and luckily not ever had a a proper slam I've had a few like kicks you know like yeah, going off that single as you like going up the hill it gets a bit a bit squirrely gets a little bit top, but, uh, yeah and I've had I've had the um the the idling gear on the two fifty two stroke KTM come out through the casing at the top of the hill, Ooh. but managed to freewheeler back down back down through the gates back to the pits. <laughs> so um, yeah, I've been pretty lucky in that sense, really, at Hawkstone compared to a lot of people. <laughs> Yeah, yeah um, a savage place. <laughs> it is mm. unreal. The the, um, the worst one I had, well, I, I uh, the most the most humorous one I had was actually um, uh, MCA Championship, uh, nineteen ninety nine. So I'll tell you how old I am there. Uh, yeah, I left the two fifty two stroke Honda at the top of the the downhill, coming down the hill. The front end slid out, and uh, the bike led on its side on that service road at the top. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I went down the hill on my own. <laughs> Oh, no idea. <laughs> <laughs> and like the climb to get back up i needed like a pitchfork to get back up to my bike it was just ridiculous uh yeah i was hanging on to the chestnut painting trying to get up so, yeah. but i love it you know what i mean i mean just sort of i mean uh my uncle who uh was neil hudson who was a 81 world champion he he won uh, a heat at the grand prix there uh, so it's always been like a happy place. I have memories of him going down the, the corner where you fell. I've got a great, you know, video of him going through that. So yeah, it was a bit different then, but uh, yeah, I do, I do love the place. But like you say, it can uh, it can bite you, so to speak. So um, yeah, so the Michelin Nationals um, cancellation there, Brad. What what do you uh, make of it with the uh, the postponement there for for two weeks? Is it affecting you much? Um, you were looking at Australia's Nationals, weren't you that weekend? Uh, well, it doesn't really affect me in terms of racing. Um, because I'm I'm just doing focusing on the Bridgestone, so that doesn't start till mid April. Um, but yeah, I think they've obviously they obviously made the right call, uh, especially when you're working with a new track. The ground's going to be soft where you've built the track anyway. Chucking a load of rain on top of that, you're just going to end up with a mess. And obviously, with the the British Championship the following week, and mm. if if that's still the Premier Championship in the country, you don't want to turn up in the track being absolute state for that so I think they've made the right call by pushing it back two weeks um, obviously it's not ideal for people that have signed up to do the service nationals as well mm. with it 
clash with it clashing with that now. But um, yeah, I think I think you said earlier they were sort of limited with the time they could use the track. It sort of had to be sort of this time, like the beginning of the year or not at all. So I think they kind of had their hands tied in that situation. Uh, yeah. But I quite I quite like the idea of the, the British Championship being the first championship off the line. Anyway, um, yeah, I think that sh- I think it should always be like that. Personally, um, okay. it just it just it just kind of sets the tone. I think for the rest of the year, it's kind of the first time you get to see everyone. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I think in the long run, it's going to be it'll make for a better racing season. Okay. Fair enough, yeah. And uh, your thoughts, Ben? Have you, have you seen much of the sort of footage, little preview videos going on? What, what's yeah, your take on it so far? Trial is like really good, do you know what I mean? I mean, that's what we need over here. Obviously, new tracks and new places that you're sort of you're excited to go to and have a look at, Jay. We've not got enough, not got enough. Do you know what I mean? And we've done the same, same. But yeah, and no, I think it's a new track and everyone's excited. And I don't think by having been. The, Obviously, it's good to have the British as well oh, on that track. Hang on a second, Ben. Sorry. First race. Sorry, but hang on a second, Ben. You're, you're delayed a bit on the sound. Let me just uh, have a, a quick pause of you and I'll bring you back in. Hold on a second. Let's see what this does. <sighs> okay, right. Nine minutes 34. Hi, Ben. Can you hear me? Hello? Hello. Oh. Hello. Hello. <laughs> what do I say about the tech? Damn. Yeah, it, it looks. I think it's a little bit delayed. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Let's just get better now. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm noting the times down so we can change it. Uh, okay. So, um, yikes, where were we? Okay. Let's let's uh, start again at ten minutes and fifteen. Cool. Okay. On to. So, yeah, have you looked at the track much yourself, Ben? What's, what's your thoughts? Have you seen any preview videos of it? How's it all looking for you? You know, in a few videos not online, it's good. It's what we need to have over it. Soundtrack, we don't really have any of it. Um, it'd be exciting for us. You know, no one's been there before, you know, level playing field. British to be, like, like you said, that to be the, the first race there and it's um be there first British championship I think it should be good nice one good stuff okay uh, I am going to just pause it a second so 11 minutes um yeah it sounds sounds really weird what I could do Ben could you um possibly oh shit I got time noted um if I sort of boot you out of the system could you rejoin it yeah would that be right because it's, it's it was working perfectly then I tried to increase your sound levels and then it went funny so it might be that I fucked it but okay. yeah let me just uh, let me just um, let me put you out and you're okay to rejoin yeah yeah bloody thing <laughs> I literally just tried to increase his sound by a little bit right. and then it fucking went my fault hello Hello. Aha. Uh-huh. Can you see me now? Yeah, I can see you now. Good stuff. Yeah. Okay, right. Okay, I'll start. Yeah. And it goes to 12, 12 minutes exactly. So I'll note it down so that we can edit it tomorrow. Um, okay, so 
three, two, one. So yeah, about the Oak Hanger track there, Ben. Then you've you've seen some previews of it uh, online. What's your take on it so far? Yeah, no, I've seen a few photos and stuff and some videos and that. Um, I think it looks really good. It's what we do need over here. We don't really have a deep sand track, but that sort of style of track in the UK. Um, and it's exciting to have new tracks as opposed to, you know, we're sort of always used to going to the same old places. It gives you that sort of bit of buzz about, you know, going to a new place. I think it's good that the first British is going to be there. Um, and that'd be the sort of first race of the season, the first proper race. Obviously, we've had Hawkstone and that, but you know, it's the first race for championship. So that no, should be good. Good stuff. I was a bit unkind to you about the Hawkstone because actually after after practice, you had a really nice couple of races. You had some good solid results there. What, fourth or fifth overall, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was uh, fifth overall. Um, yeah. First race was, was pretty good. Um, no, it's the first race of the year and I've had quite a long time off like racing at that level really um for injuries and stuff so um yeah it's just good to get back out there and get in the mix of stuff i think i finished um fifth in the first race maybe like a seventh in the second race so uh, it's, it's, it's in the top 10 which is you know where we want to be really yeah and right in there amongst them uh, some of the british championship um sort of contenders to come aren't they i mean uh, let me just quickly bring up the results there and uh, i'll uh, be able to uh speak more educatedly i should have prepared this i guess but there you go we're still winging it <laughs> uh, and then, uh, uh, well done fast about that um what's <laughs> what's kind of what's your goals obviously like you said you've had quite a bit of time off with injuries and things coming into like this is probably like the first year for a long time that you've had a like a good off season um what's the goals going into yeah. this weekend to be, to be honest, the main thing this season is injury-free, finish the season. Um, always want to be inside the top 10 in the British. That's that's the main goal, as you know. And then as we go through the season, I mean, top fives, you know, and then just sort of see, really. I think it's it's all capable. Um, mm. But, you know, you just got to ride how you, how you ride at the practice track at the race. Yeah. So we just MX Nationals in the Revo this year, or yeah, that's the plan. Just to do, I will wildcard a few odd races here and there, maybe a few of the Bridgestone, and you know we'll probably do a few odd races, maybe some of the um, Dutch races as well, one or two of those. But yeah, the main the main focus is obviously the the Revo British Championship and obviously the MX Nationals. Yeah. So uh, fifth and eighth at Hawkstone, we two races for sixth overall. So um, yeah, from from that side of it, are you comfortable in sand? Are you you happy that it's big sand track coming up, or are you a bit more tentative, or uh, what's your thoughts on that? Nah, um, sand's sand's the thing I want to go and ride. If I can go and ride anywhere, it's sand. Cool. So, okay. Um, I've seen him. I've seen him run a paddle at Marshall before. <laughs> yeah, so um, I don't get so excited to ride hard pack. I, I'm more of a there, so yeah. Oh, is that, I, is that more of a hope than anything else? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so you're right in there amongst uh, Ollie Colmer and Alfie Jones were like either side of you in the first race and then uh, up against uh, Jamie Wainwright as well in the second. So uh, there's a good uh, bunch of you that, uh, there all together. It's, it's, it's quite a tasty looking MX2 class this year. You must fancy your chances of a few, a few top fives, even podiums, do you think? Yeah, it's all possible. Do you know what I mean, the day's going good. You know, anything's possible. But I think it will be quite stacked. I think there's quite a lot of people this season who are like sort of maybe like a similar sort of pace. Like you've got maybe like a few maybe like front runners that then there's going to be like a bit of a group. Everyone's sort of really close and like everyone's keen. So I think there's going to be a bit of like, there's going to be a lot of battles and forwards going on. Yeah. 
So, which is good. That's what what people want to watch, and that's what it's good for us. If there's people around you or that similar sort of pace and everything, there's a proper race going all the time. You don't really want to be going around, riding around on your own. No, that, that's not racing. <laughs> so it's far more enjoyable when you're battling it out. Isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> nice one. And uh, yeah, from that side, then you've got. Um, uh, so, you, so you said you got the uh, a few wildcards going on. Are you venturing out into the European side of it, going any uh, EMX or even MX2? No, no, I'm actually too old for any of that now. Obviously, all right, okay. It's really low on all that stuff. Um, so yeah, I, I won't do um, any of that stuff. I, I would maybe possibly do the EMX Open, the okay. one round, but it's only one round now, and it's at Lawnmower. Yeah. So, would you do it on, still, on your 250 or would you get a 450 I'd probably do it on a 450 to be honest but it all depends how it goes you know through the season and how everything's going if everything's going good then possibly we just ride a 450 and go there and just literally have a go because I do mm. quite like that place it's, you know, it's probably one of my favourite places to ride yeah, well, on, on, on a wet on a wet January or something is, is good fun yeah <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so you're not the sort to go glamour hunting in arena cross then you just want to no. be plugging away in the shit then <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm sort of the opposite <laughs> fair enough yeah. you didn't fancy that at all then that series no I, I mean it looks real good fun but yeah I just I don't think I'm wild enough maybe to have a go at that <laughs> <laughs> fair enough good stuff what do you think about well, the MX2 it, class Brad oh, sorry go on. no yeah, yeah I was just going to touch on the 450 again but um, okay, I'll ask yours first um, yeah like Ben said I think it's it's probably going to be one of the most open years we've seen for quite a while. Uh, obviously, last year was well, at the start. It was kind of Comrade and um, Isaac, uh, but they both kind of had weird races and then ended up obviously Comrade running away with the last few. But I think um, if you take out uh, Talviku um, mm. and account in account account for the times that Dylan Walsh is probably going to push the bike back um I think I think it really opens up opens up the championship <laughs> for like a first timer you've got, you've got you to be to go there. <laughs> the odds are against them I don't care what anyone says um I, I thought you were going to be nice I, I thought you were going to mention the supercross you thought the time I thought you were going to go the times when Dylan's going to go supercrossing instead yeah, I thought I that's what you're going cross. to say but no you're going to pick on the team again aren't you Come on. but it, it is I mean yeah I mean the supercross could play a contributing factor as well I think um obviously on paper Dylan's the favorite sort of heading in with Salviku being kind of not an unknown quantity but he kind of joined the series late last year um but obviously was quick. Yeah. Um, sort of those two aside, I think is it's really open, like between <clears throat> probably like 10 people that are going to be like fighting for that spot. But you, I think you kind of see it every year. You'll see, you'll see a few people make that jump forward and yeah. become sort of those front, those front guys. So I think, yeah, I mean, okay. it's like just, throwing a dart at the board who I think they'll be but um, <laughs> well, I, th- that, I think that's probably what yeah okay well, I, on, I wouldn't on that subject then sorry to interrupt you <laughs> but on that subject before you start saying anything um, and before you speak to Ben a bit about the 450 question I know I've forgotten you wanted to do that but uh, yeah we are going to run something this season uh, where we're going to do uh, predictions um, so uh, yeah what we'll do myself and Brad we'll have a little uh, points table going on 
pick up the first three, one, two, three. Uh, we won't ask the guest rider to uh, to predict his own class, all right? Because uh, that's just a bit unfair, right? <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to ask you for your verdict on MX1 before we go tonight, because there's going to be a guest's a guest's prize at the end of the year as well. So we'll sort all that out as well. I don't know what the prize is yet, but we'll we'll sort that one out. So, going on, Bradley. I'll uh, I'm going to make I'm going to write down my MX2s now. And, yeah, uh, I'll uh, I'll write your pick down for this week's podium. What do you think? MX two, one, two, three. Um, can I um can I just get the list off a second if you've got it? Oh. <laughs> just just slightly after probably someone that I'm missing. <laughs> but um, I'll ask Ben the four fifty question. Um, okay, yeah, you go for it. Said it. Obviously, the MS Nationals and the Revo, like the two main. Are you going to hit the Bridgestone um, or anything else? Is, will you do it on a 450 or is the 450 just going to be for the EMX Open if you do that? Um, obviously, just depending on how it goes through the season, I think the 450 will just be purely for that that one race. And it may be uh, maybe one day I do need to go on to a 450, but at the moment, like I'm, I'm small enough to ride a 250 and I still enjoy riding a 250. So... But I also rode a 450 in the winter a little bit um, and done a few beach races, which I also enjoyed that. So I kind of would like to do the open race and then and then sort of go from there. Maybe following year we go on a 450 and then, but as in like you say for the Bridgestone and stuff like that, I'd probably still ride my 250 just to keep it the same as what I'd be racing um, through the bridge yeah. and stuff. Have you got any plans to go like 450 before? in the future or I mean it doesn't really make a difference in terms of prize money uh, are you, are you, are you just on goal at the end of this I would like to do a year on a 450 yeah but at the moment the 250 like I still have like I said I still have fun on 250 is I'm like still the right size a lot of people move up because they get too big for the 250 you know they're yeah. struggling to like, get down to the weight they need to be and they're quite tall or whatever so I don't really have that issue um, so I think as long as I'm still having fun on it I'll, I'll stay on it but I would like to do one one season but I mean the ECMO that's won this season is, is stacked it's like it's like there's 10 people who can win <laughs> yeah yeah it's a pretty insane class isn't it yeah I mean funny I mean you're thinking of, I was saying about your uh, your um, obviously you're saying that sand is uh, something you prefer doing then would you fancy maybe going the Todd Kellett route then and maybe looking at being a bit of a beach race specialist in years to come because yeah, he's done very would, well out of it <laughs> yeah it would, would be saying I would like to do the beach races that is something which we are sort of thinking about doing some more of I did a couple this year but or sorry last year but I would like to do some more at the end of this season maybe we would do a couple of the French ones yeah nice on a 450 um, just cause, yeah I, I do quite enjoy it it's sort of it's a bit of me really cool <laughs> Sl- slow and steady <laughs> Nice one. All right, and Brad, have you made any picks there? You get to get educated on the uh, entry list? <laughs> well, I can't find the entry list, if I'm honest, so I don't have to wing it. Good. Um, <laughs> Excellent. I'm going to... Oh, hang on, Brad, you cut out a bit. Say that again, mate. Hang on, let me click. Oh, dear. Get rid of these tabs. Um, my back. Having some issues there. Yeah. No. Go. Uh, yeah, that's better. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, um, go yeah I'm going to go JMT for the win. Okay. 
Um, and then I'm going to go... Uh, I think... I don't think... I'm not going to put Dylan Walsh on the podium. Um, I'm going to go Charlie Heyman, second. Oh. Um, and... Just trying to think who else is is out there. Uh, um, is there anyone doing it on a two fifty two stroke? I'm gonna go Jake Millward third. Oh, okay, fair enough. Okay, cool. Good chat. Yeah, good bike in those conditions, perhaps. Yeah. And he's yeah light as well, so get out of the start, <laughs> especially on a two fifty two stroke. <laughs> nice one. What's uh, what, what's it like for you in the in the uh, ben in the uh, in the MX2 class, they're racing against 252 strokes. Do you notice it? Is it a pain in the ass for you, or uh, you know, is it something that affects you much, or just not bother? Yeah, to certain tracks, you go to somewhere like Ling, a 252 stroke is a big advantage. Yeah, especially at the start and like how fast it is. But I, I mean, it's the same for everyone. You've got to ride the bike. It's it's maybe great at three tracks, and then it's not great at the next three. Uh, yes, it is. But I think there is definitely an advantage on the big wide open, maybe deep sand, you know, or sandy or loamy tracks that you can sort of keep it wide open. Um, and they're pretty good out the gate. That's the good thing. And obviously, you know, the start is a major part of the race. So yeah. you can get out there and just hang it out. I think they're, um, yeah. I think they're, they're a good choice. You thought about, you thought about doing it on the 252 stroke or? <laughs> Not, not really. I'm just, I just love the team. No. Yeah, it's just, it's just, I just, yeah, I'm not really just a two-shot guy. No throwing money at it. Good man, excellent. For, for once, I'm not outnumbered. I'm normally the only four-stroke fan here. Yeah. <laughs> That's usually because I'm the only one. I, I, the, uh, I, I, the, the four-stroke's the right one for me, you know? He's just They're pretty much here. just the new I mean, two-stroke, the I mean, ones are pretty much just four-strokes with two-stroke noise, aren't they? <laughs> Well, yeah, it's like I haven't got a problem with four strokes, and I've like I've raced four strokes and two strokes. I just think in that class, it's just like free horsepower. It is an advantage, isn't it? I think, yeah, mm. yeah, for sure. And yeah, like you say, especially the now they're fuel injected. It's like that bit on hard pack where you'd be fighting to get that bit of traction is now almost gone. Yeah, um, yeah. I think, yeah. I, I, well, personally, if I was in that class, I would I'd probably do it on a two to two stroke. But I know some people just don't like riding the two stroke, which is understandable. So <laughs> I think more people are go to it though this year because obviously it's mm. still quite new. And I think until you, you know, maybe you'll see you few people have a go on them, and a few more people realise maybe the difference that will probably interest more people in going that route. Mm. Obviously, the fuel injected side of it has made it a lot better and a lot, like you say, a lot nicer to ride. Mm. Like obviously Jake Millward stepped back down to the to the MX2 class on the 252 stroke. Uh, I think, yeah, I don't know. I don't know who else is doing it on a 252 stroke. I can't find the entry list anywhere. But um, yeah, I think yeah, I think you're going to see more and more people. I think I wouldn't even be surprised if you see people switch mid season okay. to uh, to it. Or even like each round, whatever suits best. Like for this round, maybe run a two to two stroke, and then for somewhere super hard packed, like Foxhills, maybe run a two fifty F. 
Yeah, I think mm-hmm. personally, it's probably only Fox Hills which can be the worst place for it, isn't it? Really, you know, if you went mm. to somewhere like Landrake, it's probably fine on two two strokes because you get the ruts and that. Um, yeah, maybe somewhere like Canada Heights is a little bit awkward where it's tight. Yeah, but even so, yeah. I guess if it, if there's a good flow. The track flows well. You can sort of still make it work, can't you? It's like yeah, start. It's, just, it's just a start, isn't it? The start, it just makes your life so much easier. Even if, even if you're struggling with the track, like it's going to be easier to get the whole shot and drop back to six than yeah. start 15th and come up to six. I don't know. I, I uh, hated those sort of races. I, I hated getting a good start and falling back. That's that's why I purposely uh, have rubbish starts. <laughs> no, yeah. No, I'd rather take that any day of the week. <laughs> Always I hate forward. shit starts. No. I did see a video of you the other day, Brad, an old video of you doing a start. You might have gone cool. a too early. It broke so up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, I was going about Mach 3 when I hit the gate. <laughs> Serious? <laughs> yeah, I was, I, was, I was. it was 100% full commitment if she didn't drop. <laughs> I my, if my wheel was like an inch hard, just snapped it clean off its hinges. <laughs> but la- luckily for me, it was the AMCA championship last year. So I still came around the first corner in the top 10. Jesus, that's a... <laughs> well, yeah, because yeah, there's only eight riders in it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like, well, I might as well. It took me a while to come on to that. Yeah, I got yeah. Might as well go for the start if I hit the gate. What's the worst? What's the well, worst going to happen? Those first two corners at Brookthorpe are a pain in the ass if you're deep as well because they've got that long left hand and then the tight right hander. It's just, yeah, that's that's hard work. Especially when they put those yeah. wood chip in a few years ago, that was really nasty. It was like a, it's like a hard pack sand track at the end. It had sand track bumps, but it was like hard pack at the end of the day. It's horrible, especially when you had sidecars yeah. on it as well. That was horrible. that was a really bad experience. And <laughs> getting like hinges in your yeah. wheels, like give me a good start <laughs> over a shit when I need to get the week. <laughs> good stuff. Okay, so yeah, all right, and I've, I've put it off long enough. So I'll, I'll say my top uh, top three for yeah, come on um, uh, I'm gonna say. Walsh, I'm going to say Walsh, okay? Um, not because I'm friends with the team or anything, but, you know, mm-hmm. I, just, I just think he's going to be there. Um, yeah, he'll be there. Be there. <laughs> <laughs> get, get me in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Mark Yates moaning at me again. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, yeah, Walsh first, Talviku second, I'm going to put. And uh, I'm struggling for third, I must be honest. Um, I think uh, I'm going to go for Ollie Colmer because he was impressive at Hawkstone. I thought he rode very well. And, um, yeah, that, that's what I'm going with. Just okay. to give him early points of vantage, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Okay, so um, go on, mate. What are you saying? Um, no, I was going to... Do you want... Are we going to do MX1 now? Uh, yeah, let's, let's, so, now? yeah, let's talk about MX1, do. if you like, while we're on the subject. Although there was uh, one thing while we were kind of there, you did mention the uh, the Fox Hill track. Ben, are you considering that um, uh, little open class they're running in the Vets Nations this year, get in front of that big crowd? No, no um, I hate Fox Hills. <laughs> I hate the place. <laughs> it's the worst place in the world. <laughs> it's the best track in the country. I only go there after Marshfield. <laughs> Marshfield, <laughs> best places. The brave man saying that's two uh, West Country accents. That's good work. <laughs> yeah. No, give me some sand any day. Ah, <laughs> uh, fair play. Okay, so so not looking forward to was it the second? I'll, the third I'll go round? spectate. I don't mind watching at Fox Hills. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah, go and join the uh, 
the rest of the guys there. So yeah, Fox Hill is round four then. Um on the 14th of May. So you've got Okanga and then Canada Heights. You're pretty happy with that one? Yeah, Canada Heights is good, yeah. It's a little bit loamy in that. It gets rough and stuff. That's good, yeah. Nice one. Then Ling for round three. Again, I guess that's good. a, a oh. bit of you as well. Yeah. It's quite nice for a sand yeah. over this year. I mean, Black's all... I don't, even think I'd, I don't even think I'd make it to round four. <laughs> way give way up too sandy. Yeah, this, yeah I, wouldn't e- I wouldn't even look at round four. I wouldn't even enter the championship after this point. <laughs> Yeah, you've got Blackstone, and then uh, uh, Oxford at the end of the year, which isn't too sandy, is it? But um, did you ride that Oxford track last year, Ben? Yeah, I rode that, yeah. I mean, that's still quite good, though. Like, it's mud, but it ruts up, and they put a little bit of sand section in. It feels like a bit super crossy and stuff. So, And I think they'll do a lot work to it again. Hmm. Did you say they've got a new, another track, like an old new track they're going to? Was that the MS Nationals? Uh, they've got Schoolhouse. Yeah. Was that the British or was that the MS Nationals? That's that's the that's the Reva British, yeah. That's the one that uh, is the same weekend as the um, uh, World Supercross. Um, so, um, yeah, sorry, Ben, if you are entered for World Supercross, you might have to change that. Yeah, I don't think Supercross is there. There's no sand there. <laughs> <laughs> There's quite a few in the AMA. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, Supercross is, is not really a too, too technical for me. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so you've got that schoolhouse track. I don't know quite what that's like, although I've heard it's grassy. Grassy? Nice. I'm not sure. I'm not totally certain on that one. Won't I, like that. It is still TBA at the moment on the, uh, <laughs> okay. on the official list. So, um, yeah, we're not uh, – I'll, I'll find out a little bit more about that this weekend at the uh, at the uh, opening round. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so the Midship Nationals as well is not looking too bad from that side for you then. Um, ben as well as a bit of sound number. Obviously, Oak Hanger again. And then got Monster Mountain. Uh, which will be in a quarry, so that might be hard pack. I believe that is hard pack. I believe that's in Wales, isn't it? Yes. But I think that's going to be quite uh, topped with like some quite good soil. That's what I hear anyway. So nice. at least it'll get right. I mean, I'm just not a fan of hard pack when it's blue groove. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> uh, they got Preston Docks round three, uh, Oxford again, then Cusses Gorse and H- Hawkstone at the finish. So um, it does appear if you're a sand lover this year, you might be on uh, doing quite well. Yeah. <laughs> nice one so MX1 then so we've got um, absolute wildness in the, in the MX1 class you've got the reigning champion changed uh, brands obviously from Honda to Kawasaki you've got the reigning MX2 champion moves up and now on to Honda uh, they both went at it in Arena Cross which was very tasty uh, did you see much of that Ben the Arena Cross series did you, did you watch it even if you're not a fan of riding it yeah no I, I watched them all on the, the live stream and stuff and I went and watched the one at Birmingham uh, nice. it's, it, it was good it was good to have English riders I think just people you sort of knew you know and you could actually sort of know what they're going to do a bit I know it's good when it was there before with the other riders, say the um, international riders, but you didn't really maybe know them so well, so you didn't yeah. kind of know how they were going to react. So, um, yeah, no, I think it's, I think it was good. Nice one. So you got those two guys there together, and then of course, uh, yeah, Josh Gilbert moves across as well to the Honda team. Uh, you got Sean Simpson again back on the SS24 KTM. Tristan Purden, his teammate as well, I think is. Uh, I've said it before, but I think he's a dark horse as well because he he knows how to win in South Africa. Uh, certainly, it will be interesting at Fox Hill for certain. That'll be very interesting to see how he goes there. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, of course, you've got the um, uh, other riders coming up. So uh, yeah, as well as Conrad Muse, Jamie Carpenter is coming up there. Tom Grimshaw uh, also. So moving class 
So, uh, yeah, it's going to be uh, a very tasty year in MX1. I'm sure I've just missed somebody out there. Of course, yeah, the um, the Gas Gas boys. Uh, so Monticelli um, coming in from the from the MXGP uh, and also um, uh, John Adamson on the Gas Gas as well. So, yeah, from that side, Ben, how, how do you see that playing out? Are you going to be um, sort of jumping off your bike and going to watch the MX1s when you're finished? Or uh, do you pay much attention to the other class? How does that work yeah, out? Yeah, no, it's, it's good to watch the other, the other group. I mean, it's good to watch just to watch the track, how it develops and stuff. But yeah, I think this year will be good because you've got like, you've got a good six to eight guys there who could like who can win a race. Mm. And no one really does know yet how everyone's going to stack up because, like you say, you've got new people coming up. You've got riders coming from abroad. Like, it, it, no one really does know how they're going to do yet. Yeah, of course, Harry Kudas was the one I forgot. I knew I forgot somebody important, but yeah, Harry Kudas as well, Michelin Nationals champ, and of course, runner-up last year. One of the few people actually staying on the same team. Um, So that'd be interesting to see how he compares. And that Yamaha sounds pretty sharp. Did you encounter a few of them at Hawkstone in the mixed races? Yeah, no, I think the Yamaha is a really good bike this year. So I think, and I think it's better than it was before, and I think it was pretty good before. So yeah, Mm. no, I think they'll be they'll be doing pretty good on that good stuff Brad are you uh, sussing out the entry list yet or are you uh, starting uh, making some picks uh, yeah I was just looking at um, trying to get a, a bead on Monticelli see what see what the work ethic was looking like uh, <laughs> I think I think it'll uh, be, be good yeah it'll be fast I think that sort of track will lend itself to him I think it'll do him a favour as well obviously no one I've been ridden there hmm. for the first round <sighs> I think yeah. that'll help him. Uh, and he was pretty he was pretty handy at the GP in off a couple of years ago. Uh, You're going to mention so, the incident. <laughs> I, I was going to try and worm it in there, but yeah, I just, if, <laughs> if, if anyone that makes one gets out the start in front of him, just, yeah. <laughs> Watch over your shoulder, yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't roll. If you're going to hit a single, hit it fast. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think he'll be good. I think I think Comrade will be... I, I think Comrade will win hmm. around there. Uh, he's an exceptional sand rider. Um, I mean, we've seen it time and time again at the British and even at... <laughs> Even yeah. at like GP levels, when he when he's there, um, I think, yeah, I think he'll be. I think he'll run away with it, like one one. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I can't see. I don't think Tommy will be on the box. Okay. Um, not not because he's not capable. I just don't think he. I think Comrade be able to prove a point. Monticelli is going to be out to prove a point um, I think Tommy's just going to sort of work his way into it a little bit obviously new team um, new bike I think yeah I, I think he will be like top five probably okay. go like four or five or something um, yeah I, it's, I'm not I'm not in like a, he's going to be off the podium we need to stress about it kind of way I think it just uh, it just take what, what he can get I think Okay, no reason. All right. Yeah. Cool. And I'm writing my down. Ben, I'll let you uh, pick your top three first then. Who are you going to pick? I think Comrade for the win. Okay. Comrade, I think will definitely be, you know, if he rides how, how he can ride, I mean, he'll be, he'll be for a 1-1, I reckon. But, yeah, I've, second and third is, is a tricky one because I think, like you say, there's so many people out there. I think Tommy will be third. Okay. But second, uh, it's... I feel like it could be Kulas. 
Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. It, it depends if it's as, if it's wet and deep and rutty and that. I think that that would he'd be good in the conditions. Yeah, yeah, he, he does like the sand, doesn't he? But I, I am going to pick Kulas as my pick for the win. I think uh, Harry's going to last out. I think, um, and uh, I'm going to have um, Muse in second. And I'm going to go for Simpson third because he's a good sand boy as well. And uh, the better it gets, I think the better better he'll get as well. So, yeah, <clears throat> I think uh, that's mine. Cool ass move, Simpson, for me. <laughs> Brad, what are you up to there? Uh, I'm going to say Comrade, uh, Comrade Monticelli, Simpson. I don't think, I don't like cool asses on that brand new Yamaha that they've got late. They had problems with it at Hawkstone. Um, I don't like the if this if they had ran the MX Nationals last weekend and he he was there and had like two solid finishes, then it might be a bit different. But I don't like the. Um, I don't think they've raced since Hawkstone. Um, and they obviously had issues. I don't like. So I don't like that they haven't sorted out those problems in a race situation yet. And. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, like I said with Tommy, I think he's just gonna he just take what he can get. Sure, Neil, like you said, is obviously a great sand rider. Monticelli's fast as shit. Um, <laughs> I think Comrade. Is, <laughs> yeah, I think I think Comrade's the the best rider in the class, personally. Okay. Um, like maybe not always the fastest, but in conditions like that, especially with the weather we're having, it's going to be deep. It's going to be like ratty it's going to be sort of you're going to really have to ride the bike out of space be ridden sort of kind of like what we saw at the supercross yeah um with like long wraps not very nice but like someone who's technically signed is going to really thrive uh yeah i think that's comrade like like ben said i think you see him going one one okay Fair enough, then. Nice one. Okay, well, that's our, our uh, predictions locked in then. We'll uh, see how that goes in, and we're going to have a little uh, bit of a guest league as well, Ben. So if you're absolutely spot on, uh, we'll uh, bring some sort of prize over to your camper on one of the rounds, all right? So that's all that, right? <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, just... Um... walking away with a... Not a new one. There's not in the budget a new one, but we can get you a, a good second-hand one. <laughs> Likely used just a few hours of Bruce on it, yeah. Um, yeah. Ben, just uh, just obviously we've, we've had you on on board here, and obviously talking about the season gone past uh, coming up. I mean, um, you've had uh, a, a couple of years now um, uh, with a few injuries and what have you. I mean, what what have you sort of overcome in the winter? What uh, what what exact injuries did you go for for people who haven't uh, who don't really know? And uh, and uh, yeah, are you sort of fully fit now? And and how's it all been over the winter for you? Yeah, no, obviously it was probably nearly two years ago now I broke my femur yeah um so that was pretty that was pretty bad for me do you know what I mean I had like nearly six seven months of like you know healing and this and that and I had problems with it so last year was a little bit of a write-off obviously for like I just got back riding and done a few races in the year yeah but then the end of the year this year like December I had the rod removed because I had a metal rod in my leg Right. So I actually okay. had that took back out. So I actually had another like month off. So I didn't start training and riding until January. Right, okay. So yeah, I mean, now I'm I'm good to go again. But but yeah, it's been a bit of a rough time <laughs> over the last couple of years of injuries and stuff. 
Yeah, for sure. I mean, you had a nice result of Fat Cat there. You had a top ten moto in that in that uh, British Championship. It was Fat Cat, wasn't it? The, yeah, that was actually the first first race back. That was the first like I done a little bit of riding and stuff, and then yeah, come back and done that race, which was yeah, it was pretty good going there. Um, it was really hot that day as well. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I do remember that one. <laughs> so. Um, but yeah, no, that that was good and stuff. But yeah, it's just been it's just been a little bit rough for stuff. Obviously, injuries and that just they just do take a toll. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, I mean, you obviously had a good run at the Michelin Nationals before that. I see you won uh, uh, on the last race of uh, of the year before, wasn't it, the, on the Husky? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was uh, that would have been twenty twenty. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, twenty twenty. 2020, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, the last race at Fat Cats in the in the sand. Yes. Um, yeah, I won the overall there, which was a good way to obviously finish the season. Sure. But um, yeah, it was we had obviously we still had the COVID was still obviously around and stuff. So afterwards, we sort of stopped riding and stuff, and then I think the following year after was getting ready to go again. And I actually, um, I actually ruptured my liver oh, in Holland training. Um, a slower rider crashed in front of me in the March. This was two years ago now. Yeah, March. Crikey. So I had a bad year in 2021. Yeah. It was, was not a good year for me. No. Um, yeah, so I was actually getting ready, um, obviously, for the race and that to start, and a slower rider fell in front of me. Um, Jesus. And I had nowhere to go, so my handlebars hit me in the stomach. So, yeah, I'd done like oh. a, a week with a pretty bad liver tear um, in hospital. Guys in holland so um and then i got back a few months after that and then um obviously broke my femur that year so yeah it's funny it's not a good year no no <laughs> absolutely about yeah. that one <laughs> so i mean is it the, the chambers guys have probably stuck by you then and and, and kept you racing again the, the, this season you've had quite a few years with them i mean how's the atmosphere in the team have you had any sort of personnel changes same mechanic or anything like that at all uh so actually the last couple of years i've actually i've done the bikes myself Right. I actually do it like I do a lot of it myself, but um, this year we've actually I've actually got a mechanic for the races cool. and stuff, so it's, it's a lot lot more help. It just takes a lot of stress off me. Um, but yeah, I, I quite like to get involved with the bikes and that. It's something I like to get involved with. But um, yeah, the team, yeah, they they've been with me for like uh, say four or five years now. Been on yeah, the cool. team. So yeah, I can't ask for anything more. Nice one. <laughs> stuff and it's gas gas machinery although um yeah it's uh, it's sort of shop bought isn't it and then um worked up by yourselves and the mechanics i guess yeah yeah that's it yeah so a lot of us are sticking with the gas gas just because it's the previous year bike so we didn't have to change over so much because obviously ktm and husqvarna is a new model mm. so we didn't want to sort of well obviously i've missed quite a lot of riding and stuff i just wanted to focus on the riding rather than um, playing around with the bikes set up and that so gas gas is still the same as the previous bikes so that's why a lot of us opted to obviously run those good stuff is that the same as you were riding last year Brad wasn't it in the Husky is that right uh, the what, what do you mean because you, you were on Husky last year yourself weren't you is it the same sort of bike yeah. as that then uh, yeah the I mean yeah the Husky obviously changed with the KTM for 23 so yeah the gas gas like the frame and um, everything like that will be the same is like the same as what the yeah my Husky was last year if that makes sense to people listening yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i think the yeah the husky and the ktm sort of change every three years but because the the gas gas didn't really come out until 2020 maybe yeah when, 20, when maybe, the in on it <laughs> it was 21 yeah, yeah. maybe be 21 so obviously they 
there was obviously no need to change that in line with the KTM. Mm. But it'll change next year, as we've seen by the from the factory boys in America. Yeah, we'll see. See how they go there. Um, yeah, it makes sense though, obviously with like a, a team that's obviously not a factory supported team and you're like getting your getting bikes from like a a shop, it makes more sense to use a use the gas gas when you can use all the parts from the years previous and things like that. Like just makes everything cheaper. And the bike's just as good, like Yeah, for sure. Why not? Nice one. So whereabouts are you on eight minute four then, Ben? What's what's your thoughts? Where would you be happy with? Or is it is it just survive the season or is it something that you're you're aiming to be uh, like yeah, yeah what's your thoughts? Just to finish the season and be nice really. Just have some good races, finish the season. I don't really have any real big sort of like aims or goals. It's more just yeah. Like I said, I'd like to be in the top ten most races and that. Um but yeah, I mean, as long as we're racing and everything's good and riding well, I'd we'd be happy with that after the last couple of years. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Great stuff. Okay, so um, yeah, I think we're uh, getting close uh, to the time now for the uh, end of the um, uh, MX Vice uh, Great British Motocross podcast. So uh, thanks to everybody for tuning in and thanks to, to Ben for joining us uh, this week. So uh, yeah, hopefully we'll um, see uh, quite a few nice crowd down at Oak Hanger. It's, uh, it looks uh, a bit tricky for parking and it is uh, advanced tickets only. So if you don't have them already uh please uh, phone in and get them sorted uh, i think dogs are a bit of an issue so uh, yeah if you're taking a dog it has to be uh staying with you uh so i think for for the public i think it's probably best that you don't take the dog if you possibly can i think that's the message that uh okay guys have asked me to uh, to relay anyway so uh yeah but uh aside from that we're looking forward to the first round of the uh, of the series and getting the uh the season underway so uh thanks for tuning in uh to the uh mx price great british motocross show with uh, as3 performance and uh thanks to golf race fuels kawasaki uk and of course uh, even strokes ben any uh, sponsors you want to speak to any thanks you want to give out while you're here just a massive thanks obviously to chambers racing for keeping me going for the last you know few years and everyone else here also you know keeps me going nice one good stuff and obviously don't forget even strokes brad yeah even strokes helping keep the uh this podcast on the smx review podcast going so um yeah you need any parts or kit or anything head over there use the discount code barbuda10 and save yourself another 10 percent off and uh yeah helps us out so Fantastic. And next week we've got um, Dan Thornhill, I think, joining us here, your teammate there, Ben. So, uh, yeah, is there anything yeah, you need me to ask him? Anything that's uh, going to drop him in it? Oh, there's, there's not much. Me and him are quite close. So, I think uh, <laughs> me and him know most about each other already. <laughs> Good stuff, right? Is he fitting in right with the team then? Because he's, yeah, he's no, new to the Chambers operation, yeah. isn't he? He's straight in there. It's all good nice one good stuff <laughs> okay well uh, yeah thank you Ben thank you Brad and uh, yeah we will see you all next week on the Great British Motocross podcast uh, if you're tuning into the live stream as well just better drop in the uh, the quick plug for that because the live stream will be filmed from uh, uh, from Oak Hanger this weekend uh, it'll be my voice you'll be hearing alongside Jeff Perrett we'll be uh, announcing the whole uh, whole weekend there every single class so uh, yeah looking forward to getting uh, back behind the booth myself and uh, yeah seeing the guys and uh, and Ben amongst them getting, uh, getting right up there so we wish you best Good luck with that, Ben. Really uh, rooting for you this year. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, see you at the weekend. All right. Thanks. Cheers. Thanks, Ben. Goodbye, everybody. See you next week. See ya.